You think you lot are funny, innit? Yes, I can confirm that song is about me. I can't lie, the, in, the, the intro gasses me every time. <clears throat> People deluded, I'm back again. Thank you very much for tuning back in each and every time. First things first, I hope everyone's enjoying their weekend or the start of their weekend. Hope everyone had a great week. Hope this weekend and next week is filled with an abundance of riches for you lot people as usual wishing you lot continued health in all aspects of the word good morning good afternoon good evening and of course good night depending on who you are wherever you are please don't forget to hit the like button check out the pin message because live from 10 past four tomorrow obviously it's nottingham forest against arsenal i'll be doing a watch along so please make sure you hit the like button helping the engagement of that and this video and you've set the reminder so you don't forget people tomorrow's a long day because i've got football as well now obviously apologies for being a couple of minutes late people what you lot got to do with the weekend man i need to go and try you know i've lost my football beats so i'll probably have to after this I was going gym and I still am, but I'm gonna have to probably find time to buy some football boots. Probably, you, you know me again. The rain, there's hella rain. Probably makes sense to get not to buy molds, but I'ma buy the molds really and truly. Now, obviously, people, we've got a few things to speak about. We'll vaguely go over Nottingham Forest Arsenal. We'll look at Arteta's broader uh, press conference comments and obviously the ones of interest. Again, Mr. Vlahovic, 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 Vlahovic. You know, some of you lot have probably seen him more than certain relatives in your family and things like that. And there's a couple of other ones and twos like Cedric Suarez has been linked to Atletico Madrid. On one hand, I say let him go, man, let's let him go. But on the other hand, with Chambers up for sale, with Ainsley gone, Cedric clearly was always the second choice um, um, right back, really. I know Ben White can do a job there. So it is what it is. In relation to the vote, please make sure you're taking part in the vote. I see some of you lot, you know, you want, you know, you're on the Vlahovic hype. You want the Izak hype. They've, all, they've both got pluses and minuses. I do think Izak's link-up play is better and he... He probably fits us a bit better. He fits us like a glove. But then again, you know, Vlahovic, I know there's the expected goals, there's the penalties. And, you know, again, the pressing metrics, considering what Arteta wants, aren't necessarily the best, but he's 21. He can be moulded into things. From what I've seen, he's not the quickest, but he does drop deep. He does want to harass centre-halves. For me, there's just something different in the air with that 21-year-old. It just feels, I don't know, we just, we've been here before, but there's just something that smells good about him, really. Like, there's just something in the air with that Vlahovic guy. You know, he seems cerebral. He seems like he's got this, you know, Again, one thing I'll give Arsenal is on the face of it, yeah, Vlahovic don't want to sign for us and all of these things. I'm not saying he's going to, but one thing I'll give Arsenal for a lot of their critics, and we have said this before, when there's encouragement, Arsenal pursue. So there has to be some smoke to this fire. But at the same time, personally, regardless of what Mikel says, what any in the know Don says, until I see Vlahovic holding a shirt, I don't know what to believe because, you know, we know how the transfer thing ends anyways, people. And plus, you know, it feels like whenever we're linked with players based in Italy, the last 18 months, they've been pulling our pants down, whether it's Locatelli, whether it's Xhaka to Roma, whether it's currently what we find ourselves in now. Um, I'm happy with either one, man. You know, I think Vlahovic isn't the slowest. Like, he's cerebral with it. I think Izak fits us like a glove. You know, I do... 
even though Vlahovic is, is, they're more or less the same age range, I do think the first six months, Isak might struggle for goals. I don't know if Vlahovic will say that as well. Um, again, in an ideal world, they're saying Bruno Guimaraes, 45 million. You know, you've seen everything from conservative of, of 50 million for Vlahovic all the way up to 70 million euros. So that's about 60 odd. So you could spend anything from 80 to 110 on two players this window. Do Arsenal have that finances? I don't know. We've got to remember, Edu did say, you know, last summer we're going to make a bulk of signings and then it's about just signing ones and twos to take us to the next level in which centre mid and striker are vital. If it came to it, I'd prefer a midfielder in January and then give us, you know, let's plan towards the summer for a striker. Um, so, yeah, man, I think he's got a lot to him. I don't think any strike is perfect. I don't. I think everyone's got pros and cons and that's the way we're at, people. What I hope is that, you know, you're not going to have a striker that's perfect, but you know, I do think he's got link-up play. I do think he can press. That's something that, you know, you need in the present game. Um, I do, he obviously carries his own goals. I wouldn't say he's a mix of, he's a mix of Aubameyang and Lacazette, but he's kind of like, he's got pluses in both of both of them. Me personally, I'm being a bit greedy, but I think we need two strikers. If you could bring in a household name and you could find a squad player, why not, man, really and truly? So yeah, take part in the voting. We're going to get into it, but yeah, man. Midfield isn't a priority alone would cover until El Nene and Partey comes back. I mean, midfield is a priority because even if you sign Vlahovic or Isaac, you're not going to see the best out of them. You're not going to see the best out of our defence. You're not going to see the best out of Partey. Hell, you might not even see the best out of Xhaka until that midfield is addressed. Is there a single midfield pivot that you could say you could combine together and say that, yeah, you can get top four with them this season, next season and whatnot? Because I think the back five can grow into being a team that can challenge for things. I think Martinelli, Saka, these sort of guys, I'm not too convinced in that midfield. So it is a priority, really. You build a house from the ground up, really and truly. You know, you get that number eight that can conduct play. Obviously, we're not going to get Santi Cazola, but you find that sort of Santi Cazola, Don. Odegaard, Lacazette, Martinelli, all of these guys will thrive more in the final third. Is it any coincidence when we're scoring goals, they're closer to the opposition's goal? So I'd, 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 I'd disagree a lot there. I wouldn't say midfield, anyone that can look at Arsenal's midfield and say getting better players is not a priority, boy. Because I believe in Partey. Has Partey, his last game was very good, but has Partey addressed, addressed all critics? You know, Xhaka is Xhaka. We know what we're at. El Nene is El Nene. Plus El Nene has gone in the summer. You know, Maitland-Niles is gone now. You know, you're hoping to God, Xhaka, Lokonga, these guys don't get injured. So I, I, I strongly disagree. I think it, football's a numbers game. You look at the depth, it could come down to, to, to a couple of injuries, which could see this decent little top four reign put to bed, really and truly. You know, one thing I'll give Edu and Arteta, you know, we I criticise them for the Cedrics, for the Maries, these sort of guys, Williams, rightly so, because you could see they were duds. Right now, you know, last summer you did the business and everybody's doing their thing, so... I'll support you lot. You know, I have to call it as I see it sort of thing. So it is what it is, man. If Arsenal sign Vlahovic, then we are serious. If we sign Isaac, we are not serious at all. Bit harsh. Very harsh. I don't know how you got that, but fair play. How, you know, please, when you lot make statements, please, I'm not trying to catch no one out, but please expand because how, how are you not serious if you sign, if you sign Isaac? Isaac is also a young top tier player, in my opinion. I can't lie, this Vlahovic news is catching traction and I like it. It is, man, but, I need to see him holding the shirt, really. 
Vlahovic is substantially better than all the options. He's built like he's 25. I'd say older, but he's still young. I need Let's check his passport and we'll get better. The only question is if we can entice him and Florentina enough to get him. Well, I'll take it with a pinch of salt, man, really and truly. What I do hope is that there's there's other targets, really and really and truly. You know, if, if he says no, then it is what it is. I'm sure he's a good player. He's going to go off to be an even better player, but it's not prime Neymar, Messi or Suarez, you know, or, or, or CR7. If these men say no, have you got other targets? Have you got the Vlahovic's, the Isaks, the Watkins, the Calvert-Lewins, all of these guys? And do you have guys that no one knows about, really? Because I do think when it comes to centre-halves and strikers, there's a lack of real quality, in my opinion. That's why you see mad, you see AE on Maguire, you see mad things. You know, and it's not, you haven't seen much of a return. Man said, the league isn't ready for a front forward line, sorry, of Lahavich, Saka, Martinelli, and Odegaard. Oh, my Lord, let them peak. We're going to dominate this league together with a couple of centre-bids. Man, let's, let's take time with it. Let's take time with it. But I love the optimism. Is it fair to say Vlahovic is viewed Ranistere 2.0? But I don't know if you could say that. You'd have to ask the United fan. Am I the only one who thinks Calvert-Lewin... We need a striker who's a threat in the air as well as in behind. To be fair to you, Isaac's not the smallest and he could learn to do that. Vlahovic can put them in with his head. Wait. I didn't say he's not, I didn't say he's not quick, but he's just not mad, mad quick. He can move his feet. And that's why I'm cool with Vlahovic. He can press. He showed me he can press. Bring up yourself, Jay. Vlahovic suits our style of play way more. We need a step away from the Abamian style striker. We need a machine in the box, to be fair to you. Abamian was a machine in the box, really and truly. So I'm not sure. I don't get that one, but fair play. Gamares and Vlahovic would be the ones, but it's from 80 to like conservative of 80 to 100 million. Do we have the finances to commit that to two players this, this January? I hope so. I hope that if, if the finances aren't there, that the owner or the owner's son, who seems to care a bit more allegedly, puts the cash in because you're so close to getting top four. That could be the push. You know, there's a lot of um, twists and turns, bumps and bruises to come. But who knows? And all I care about is if you've got other options. Midfield is the highest priority right now. We ain't signing them, man. This ain't this Jankar. We're if we're lucky, sorry, we ain't signing them, man. This Jankar. If we if we're lucky, we'll get a centre mid, in my opinion. Wilshere is an option. I think that's why Mikel let Ainsley go to to Roma. I mean, Mikel quashed that one under the under the bridge, really. And as much as from an emotional point of view, um, I would love to bring back Wilshere. He, do, he, he doesn't make us better. So what's the point? If we're not signing players in their own way that can improve us, what's the point? Yeah, he knows the club. He's good with young players, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not good enough to be part of the thing. Like, we need people. We need to move away from all of that, man. It has to be Isak and Odegaard had a partnership at Sociedad. I'd love them to replicate that. Hit the like button if you haven't. Man said 124 watching, only 51 likes. Some of you don't care about unexpected high bills and it shows. I don't mind Pax and Dakar at Arsenal. I mean, are Leicester going to let him go anytime soon? And, you know, if they are, they're going to try and cost us an arm and a leg, really and truly. And is it worth paying that? It's Vlahovic, David, Isak for me. Ooh, I'd swap Isak and David for me personally. We want it, we want Vlahovic, but it's clear he's quite ambitious. And then clubs like City, Real Madrid are looking at you. It'd be wise for him to rush into Arsenal. Boy, and, and that's what I get the feel, feeling. He's waiting for them prestige clubs. I don't I think he's open to signing for other clubs, but he's waiting for the big boys. If the big boys are not on it, then you know he'll revisit the situation and whatnot. But psh. You know, don't shoot the messenger. It's just nice to be talking, man. 
some faking the nose in the chat. Calvert Lewin, other options, Prem Proven. I mean, Prem Proven is very subjective, really and truly. I suppose by summer we'll have loan players back, more squad depth. Yeah, but who in the squad? You know, there's not too many players that are on loan that you can say are going to be part of this. I hope Reese Nelson is. I can't say wholeheartedly Reese Nelson is going to have an Arsenal future. I wanted to. I think there's a spot there. You know, Torreira's days are numbered clearly. Gwendozi, Mavropanos is a myth. You know, Ose two two Harry Clark. One's come back from. Well, they've both been recording. One's gone back on. They're probably not going to make it. Daniel Ballard, you know, probably his future is going to lie away from this football club. Uh, who else is on loan? Ainsley Maitland-Niles, I'm not going to rule him out, but there's been no talk of a new deal. Uh, his contract's up in 2023. He probably will be sold as well. So I, I, I don't think, I'm not too sure. I might be missing out a couple, but how, who, who on loan could you look at apart from Nelson, really, and say you've got a future? Because it feels like them guys that have gone on loan, it's the writing on the wall. I think we need a centre mid more than a striker. I feel like we play the way we play more depends on the wing scoring and creating chances for the striker. I hear that, but whatever way we need our strikers to score, but fundamentally, I do think I think we have. If nobody is signed, we have more options to cope with any striking issues from now till May than centre mid. There's issues in centre mid. There's issues. Hey, again, Saliba. Forgot about him again. Saliba and Nelson. That's probably about it. And even Saliba, you know. Every week, he's having an Arsenal future. He's not. So we're going to have to see what's going on. I'd prefer Watkins over Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, man, Saliba and potentially Nelson. It's them, it's, it's, it's them man, in it? So apart from that, it's a myth, man. It's an absolute myth for everybody else. Should we look at what the, the rumours them are saying, people, in relation to everything? Let's start with the good old tabloids, people. Let's see what's going on here. Sorry, people. What's going on with the mouse? Start working. You're embarrassing me. Arsenal open to big transfer deal, says Mikel Arteta. Admit 70 million links to Florentina striker Dusan Vlahovic. You know, this is typically how it goes as Arsenal fans. We're linked with a bunch of players. Then it just becomes one name, one name, one name, one name, one name. And the very the thing I feel about Arsenal fans is... It's not that he's not a good player, but when we're linked with a player and it, it, we might get them, I'm not saying we're getting Vlahovic, we start putting them at a pedestal that they're not and then people are surprised when they struggle. If I was Vlahovic, truthfully in my heart, you know, I would entertain Arsenal's offer. I would personally entertain it, but I'd be more open to Juventus and Madrid. I don't know if either club is going to sign anyone now, so I'd probably just sit on my hands until the end of the season, keep scoring goals, help Florentina get into Europe and the rest will take care of itself. Now, what could help Arsenal is, is hard. Haaland, obviously. You know, if Haaland goes to Real Madrid, that Vlahovic's thing's probably done. I don't know if that means City are going to go for him. I don't know if they're going to go back for Harry Kane. But again, if you were to come to the Premier League, Pep Guardiola, Mikel Arteta, it's Manchester City, Arsenal again. You could, you were doing this youngster thing. There are reasons, but there's no, you know, if you want to improve and all these things, you go to City in it. So it does feel a bit like in the summer when it felt like no one was on to our, could we get onto him? But there seems to be more than the story. There seems to be some sort of encouragement because it won't go away, um, but clearly not enough because truthfully, if he really wanted it to happen, how often have you heard Arsenal are willing to spend 70 million? I know Pepe and Arsenal have been quite bullish. If he was really ready for this to happen, he'd probably be an Arsenal player now. Hopefully there's something to come. But Mikel Arteta has urged Arsenal to maximise every transfer window. 
admit growing reports they are ready to swoop for Florentina striker Dusan Vahovic. As you know, apparently we've scouted him for over 18 months. You know, he's 21. He's currently the top goal scorer. He's, you know, he had a very good season last year and he stands to have a great one this year. When he was asked about him, um, he said, I think with the amount of things and the way that we want to evolve the squad, we have to maximise every window in many different ways and we are alert. Um, Edu and his team are working hard because we know exactly what we need to do and whether we can accomplish that in January or in the summer is a very different question as it related to other stuff. And when he was asked if Arsenal could, if a big deal came along, if Arsenal could go for it, he said, again, if it's the right player and we can afford it and we can do what we and we, and we can do what we want to do, we will discuss it and make the best possible decision. We are open. So there's that. And yeah, apparently he's opened the door to Vlahovic. I think this is the same article, people. Yeah, it's the same article. And he shut the door on Jack Wilshere. He said, I think I was very clear with the situation with Jack and the road that he was going to ha going to have being around here and it will continue that way. So yeah, he don't really, he, he don't particularly rate. Should we look at what Mikel Arteta has had to say um, rather vaguely, people? When he said striker, again, he said, we have a really special situation in that position because obviously you are talking about three players with different issues at the moment, but we have to live with that. And so far, the players that I hear are fully committed with flow we will see in the next week or so what is the final decision on that as you know it looks like Balogun will be completing a move on loan to Middlesbrough and we wish him all the best but for the rest there is nothing that is new and we're going to have to live with that until the end of the season when asked on, on Isaac he said you know that I can never speak about players that aren't ours there's a lot of speculation with many names and I'm not here to go through that unfortunately which is true but at the same time that is how Arsene Wenger used to answer them questions. So, boy, it is what it is. And you're right, South London, man. I, I bring, Deuce, bring Darwin Nunes to the carpet as well. That's an option and that could be an affordable one. But maybe we've scouted him and for whatever reason, we've, we've gone away from that, people. On that, we might as well see a couple of other things. Again, we spoke about that. We just read out them things. On Ainsley Maitland now, he said, Ainsley came to me and explained the reasons why he why he thought that the best thing for him in his career right now is to move away. He believes that the opportunity to move to Rome and working under Jose is a really good one, which it is. We already had this conversation in the summer and we decided to keep him at the club and assess the situation in December, which is true. And with the amount of minutes that he has played, he's entitled to that opportunity. And when a player feels that way and has a strong argument like he has, it's very difficult to turn it away. So we decided to let him go and we wish him all the best. Wish you all the best, Ainsley. It is what it is. Um, scrolling all the way down on whether we have enough versatility in the squad after Ainsley Maitland-Niles' proposed departure. We are very, very short at the moment, but to be fair on a player, this cannot be the only argument to tie to keep a player and a player who has been developed and raised through our academy and a player that has been patient in many moments to try and fulfil his dream. He was very straight with me and I understood the situation and for him, it's a good option. So obviously we're going to move and we're looking for options because we are very short. Okay, I careful, you know, respectfully. I mean, the man is saying we're short in midfield, but people in the comments when they say midfield's not a priority. Come on now, man. Come on, come on, come on, come on. What's all of this? And whether he's going to start attracting, on whether he's going to start attracting from other clubs who will, who will want to buy him, and if that's fa that's about Saka, you know, he spoke about Saka's potential. He spoke about Saka New Deal, and you know, there's a time to talk about business. Clearly, on the backwaters, there's there's Saka business going on, really and truly. You know, he, he said Patton has a chance to play and things like that. Again, we'll we'll circle back over this if if anything. But yeah, carrying on with the transfer news, people. Uh, yeah, let's close that. 
Cedric Suarez. Allegedly, people, Atletico Madrid are interested in signing Arsenal defender Cedric Suarez on a loan move until the end of the season with Diego Simeone's side eyeing a right back after obviously selling Kieran Trippier. Why not? I mean, Cedric Suarez, you might get an opportunity to play. You'll be competing in a good league. You know, you'll be competing for a good team, a good gaffer. I don't think Mikel Arteta is going to let him go for depth purposes, but I would if you could. You know, you've got Chambers, who's another one who could go. You probably can't let them both go. I know you've got Ben White who can play at centre-half, but I'm not too much sure there's there's too many occasions Arteta wants to disrupt the ever-growing partnership of Gabriel and Ben White to accommodate him at right-back if something happens with Tommy Asu. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd do that, to be fair. I'd let him go. You know, you get a loan fee, put him in the shop window and whatnot. That chance might not come again. He's made four Premier League appearances this season. And he looked good in any of them. To be fair, shout out to him. And against Norwich, he made an important block. I just have no faith in Cedric Suarez, respectfully. But for what it's worth, Atletico Madrid are interested in a loan deal for Arsenal right-back Cedric Suarez. The Spanish club are keen on striking an initial loan deal for Suarez with a view to a permanent deal in the summer. It's likely that Arsenal will be reluctant to let Suarez leave without a replacement owing to a lack of cover at right-back. We're definitely not going to find £50 million for Lamptey in the, in, in, in the January transfer window, are we? So, yeah, man. And Ainsley's been allowed to go as well, so it, it, it makes that a myth. So... As you know, Suarez has struggled for game time. He's made four appearances in the league, um, the only one since the middle of September. Um, yeah, man. He signed after making five appearances for us. So, yeah, man, he's, it's a bit of a myth. Eddie Nketiah, apparently Arsenal striker interest in Crystal Palace and at least one more Premier League side. So, yeah, we've heard German clubs have interested in him. One's bidded, pre-contract stuff. Brighton, West Ham, Palace, everyone's interested. Is someone going to buy him? Hit the like button, people. And also make sure, is this it? Yeah, make sure you've set your reminders for this tomorrow, people. Tavares could potentially play right back. Mohamed, I hear you. Let's just let the man play right. If need cut, if need be, then yeah, let's do that. But let's just let's just let the man develop, man. You know, we just let let's just let the man develop at left back, and then we can talk about adaptability. But for what it's worth, Crystal Palace are interested in signing Eddie Nketiah, but they face competition for the Arsenal striker from another Premier League side. And Mikel Arteta spoke; he, he echoed the same comments he said previously, in that you know he wants to keep Eddie. Eddie loves the club, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think you know he can love the club, you could want to keep him, but there's got to be some sort of encouragement for him to keep saying that. But we've got to do the maths. He's 22. He's English. We need to sell. You know, we need to sell. We need to get some. We need to get some peas, really, really and truly. Um, yeah, man, his contract's set to expire at the end of the season. Arsenal want to keep him, as we know. He scored five goals in six matches in all comps this season. How many in the league? How many starts in the league, people? Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things in up in up in air, people at Arsenal Football Club. Um, you know, one part, you know, you need Saka and Smith Rowe and all these guys coming through the academy. But one other half of it is the Ainsley Maitland Niles, the Inketias. Can these guys be sold to make some top whack for the club? It is what it is. I don't know why this is this is annoying because it set me back to the beginning, people. Unfortunately, there was some other Arsenal news here. Let me scroll down. Allegedly, Wijnaldum is still keen on a Premier League return, people. Wijnaldum remains keen to return to the Premier League on loan. So, again, he was linked with Arsenal Football Club. Who knows? He might return back to Liverpool on loan. But, that you know, I'd still be open to bringing Wijnaldum. If I was him, I wouldn't give up on PSG too soon. What a fall from grace that would be. But nonetheless, there, there, there is that. Um, 
Should we, you know, obviously he spoke about the more red campaign. I don't really want to go over that because we spoke about that. You know, you look can read all of this, but I just want his transfer business because he did speak about Eddie and Ketia. Yeah, on if Eddie could leave this month. I already spoke about Eddie, about how I feel about him, the intentions of the club and where we are. He's with us. Every day he shows me in the club that he wants to stay with us. And I ha keep having those conversations with him, but he knows that we want him at the club. I mean, put yourself in any other walk of life. If you're at a company and you feel that, you know, you're in this job, you've been here for a while, you know, you might have come to this company as an apprenticeship on a couple hundred, hundred pounds a week. Now you're on a 20K... 30k salary you've been here you've done a lot but you want more you want more responsibility you you think you you can have a higher stature maybe earn a bit more you're not going to tell your man you, you might but if you're going to play the game you're not going to tell your manager that you're not going to not tell your manager that you don't love being here and all of these sort of things so eddie is going to tell you that he's hardly going to tell you he wants to keep it moving and it's in eddie's best interest to keep himself in top form and things i think all options are open to eddie as they should I do think you'd be a bit silly to sign a new deal. I hope in an ideal world you'd, you'd get the football you want, you'd improve and be a Haylander that we want you to be. But minutes are currency and you've been starved of that. I mean, if Eddie's if, if Eddie's content to do what he keeps doing and just, you know, in these dead rubber cup games, just keep doing this phone thing, fair play to you. But minutes are currency and you probably should leave. So, I'll I'll you know, he's probably telling you everything you want to hear, people. You know, it is what it is. On whether he stands by his decision with Aubameyang, for me, it's difficult to judge when the players are away and I don't know what they're able to do or not. The decisions I've taken are obviously in the best interest of the club and trying to do the right thing. On the number of potential COVID cases in our squad, it's from COVID and injuries as well. I cannot say anything else because obviously I don't want to give anything away. And there was rumours around Xhaka. As you can imagine, tomorrow we will know more. We are really short in numbers, but we want to play. And that's how we are approaching every game. We'll do everything to play for the game. And we are going um, and we're going to expect them to play on Sunday again. Hopefully, my guy Charlie Patino can get a start. We spoke about Ainsley and the rest of it, really and truly. So, yeah, man. You know, interestingly, he spoke about Smith Rowe. He said, well, the main reason behind that was because he wasn't con completely fit to play. He's been carrying an issue and that hasn't allowed him to train regularly, to play regularly. And that was the main reason. Because in his performances and what he did before the international break, there's no question that he was one of our most important and consistent players. The only reason that changed the dynamic was that, and obviously now that the team has been doing real well, a bit like when Tierney got injured, a bit like, obviously, yeah, it is what it is. We need a squad. And the more you can rest Smith Rowe and take the burden off him, the more he'll thrive. There are other players who are doing really well and been performing well. That changed the situation, but I'm happy with him. On how Emil might get back into the team with Martinelli and Odegaard playing well, this is why we need that. We raise the level. Each player raises the level of the player next to him. It's a squad game. This is how you involve as a team. Amen. How you create a culture around the team. That when I get the opportunity, I have to grab it. That statement should be done on the pitch, not talking or making comments. When you have the opportunity, grab it. Then show how good you are. And then if you do that, you continue playing. Football is a simple game. And, you, you know, it's fully right. Fully, fully, fully right on that. Fully right on that, man. So, yeah, that's that. He deserves respect. I, I think I was reading this. I, I, I was reading this. This is completely off topic. But Lukonga's brother was speaking about his move to, to Arsenal and how, how his brother's viewed in the Belgium team and whatnot. He said, Arsenal have a style of play that suits my brother. What he's already done is amazing. He deserves respect. I actually find he isn't correctly respected in the national team. It's not easy to play in the Premier League. It's great for someone who comes from the Belgian competition. Fair play. Obviously, if you're checking Fabrizio Romano, he said Arsenal are preparing to complete 
Falar and Balogun's loan move to Middlesbrough in the next few days. Medical to be planned soon. Deal in place for the talented striker. And Chris Wilder wanted him at Sheffield. Let's hope he does bits there, really. Um, as you know, we've already spoken about that. Let's scroll the way down. He said, Fabrizio Romano said 45 million euros for Bruno Guimaraes as well, which let's try, let's try and scroll down. Big up Coutinho for making that move. I think we're going to be scrolling forever, people. Where is it? Where the hell is it? I'm scrolling two more seconds and then I'm giving up, people. I thought I had it, but I don't. Boy, it is what it is. So, yeah, man, I think that's Arsenal's transfer stuff. What's Sammy McBell saying? We've already spoken on that. We've already spoken on Eddie. So, yeah, that's Eddie and Ketio, Ronaldo, Vlahovic, Isaac, etc., etc. Potentially a centre midfielder or vague comments. I'd hope a midfielder arrives before anything else. And then that gives us... It is what it is to go forward. And <clears throat> we've got to remember, this is the first week of January. There's a lot of games to be played. There's a lot of negotiations to happen and whatnot. As you know, anything, a lot can change very quickly. And <clears throat> in my opinion, <clears throat> what's going on? We probably have to find a resolution over Enketia, Balogun leaving temporarily, maybe getting a, a, a couple of other situations before you start seeing things heat up in relation to a striker incoming. Now, for me, the minimum is a centre mid, hopeful on a striker. I, I, if you can get a striker, especially Vlahovic, if you get a centre mid, for me, that's the minimum. We need that really, really and truly. We don't get that. I think we're in trouble and I hope to be wrong. It is what it is, man. That's the transfer business. Make sure you're hitting the like button and all of that good stuff, people. Um, 113 likes. Very appreciative of it. What are you lot saying in the comments, man? Keep it coming. Where was it? I'm trying to find exactly where I was. Arsenal should show they're back in the big league and go after both Mbappe and Haaland. Dream chasing. How you do that without Champions League football? I don't know, man. Shame nobody wants our her talks. He could go for as little as 20 mil. Trust. Wonder what's going on there or what's putting people off there. Yo, DJ, are we a proper club now? Scary hours if we actually do work this window. I mean, we've always been a proper club. We've just not been behaving like it, man. Realistically, I'd expect Arsenal to prioritise a mid more than a striker. We are so thin in that position. We, uh, we need depth, can't loan out or sell anyone without replacements. I think you are going to see some loans happen. I'm already seeing that. Wow, perfect move for him. I'd be happy with White slash Chambers until the end of the season. I can't lie, it's Tommy Asuting. If need be, Ben White does it. And then, like you said, if need comes, Chambers. Man called him the Serbian Bamford. I'm not convinced by the Serbian Bamford. His non-penalty expected goals isn't great and his goals come against the top, the bottom 10 sides. To be fair, we haven't always bagged against the bottom 10 sides. I mean, no one's going to be perfect. It's just down to him to prove you wrong. Eddie should not be at this club next season, respectfully. The only uh, Listen, I'm open to renewing Eddie's deal just in case he might become a better strike. Like, he might become a household Premier League name one day. And what I mean by that is he might become, like, a Danny Welbeck, a Josh King. Like, not the best examples, but... They're Premier League guys. Could you sell him on? Because right now he's probably he's he's probably not quite that. He's probably someone that should be sold on. But I'm open to everything. I'm open to keeping him. I'm open to selling him and loaning him out. But we probably need to sell him. We're not, we, we you know, six months or so left on his deal. It's, it's, it's done. 
Ivan Tony's a very good striker, but the lack of goals for 50 million is a myth. Vlavic under Arteta will be amazing. I hope so. If we get Champions League, chase for Haaland in the summer is definitely happening. Wait. Arsenal could win the Champions League. You will not sign Haaland, man. If we give Eddie a deal, we better swing him on loan, etc. Um, ASAP, trust. I think Gemaras and Vlahovic would make us a contender for next season. What do you think? Nah, make us stronger. I don't know if it would make... I'd definitely be a lot happier. I couldn't say that's a title-challenging team. It's a, there's a lot more than the ability that goes into then that goes into challenges for titles, and then it becomes a problem, a case of depth. You know, you need to prove that you can qualify for the top four. I know a lot of you are feeling optimistic and things, but we ain't achieved nothing yet. Show me you can get into the top four from this position. Show me you can do it again and kick on. Show me that a lot of the things that we praise Arsenal for, rightly so, passion, desire, consistency is a minimum. You don't praise City for that. You don't praise the Invincibles for that. These are givens, you know. We respectfully we overcompensate because them things there have been have have abandoned Arsenal for time. I wouldn't. I'm optimistic for the future. I've always been, you know. Arsenal have always shown you enough to be optimistic and enough to be pessimistic. You know, it looks like we're going in the right direction now. Hopefully, we continue to do that. But I need to see it as to believe it. I like what we're doing with the young players. Them, I like what's building, but. I've seen us do this before. We need to keep it going, really and truly. 302 people in here, 121 likes. Push up the likes, people. G1, appreciate that. If we don't finish top four, we could lose some serious talent, potentially. Who? But there will come a time if you keep messing about that, you know, one day the, the, our talented players will have to ask themselves, can they achieve whatever ambitions they're seeking to achieve at Arsenal Football Club? Man said, not buying the Calvert-Lewin propaganda, rather Tammy if we're going for an English track. I'd rather Tammy over Lewin, but I think Dominic Calvert-Lewin is quite decent, really and truly. I, I don't really agree with the price tags being floated, but I think he'd, he'd, he'd do all right for, for us. Sell it and Ketty, I should have sold him years ago. Not good enough. But hey, looks like we're letting man walk for free, man. DG, we will finish in fifth, sixth. Be respectful for Arteta because I'm not sure if we can finish in top four. Well, yeah, we finished eighth, innit? Like fifth, sixth, calm. But yeah, I mean, it would be a kick to the teeth considering where we're at now. But, it, you know, considering many people didn't have us there and, you know, and whatnot, then it'd be all right. But I, I, the minimum is Europe. If we don't keep pushing on for top four, there's question marks. The minimum you have to get is, Euro, is Europa League, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Top four, the dream, Europa League, the minimum. And don't get it twisted. There's question marks if we bottle this. Tammy chance out the window. Definitely from a premium. Bro, Tammy, yeah, man. I can't lie. I like Tammy. But for a big man, can't header. Can't hold. The, you're not the best with his back to goal for a, for a big man. But he's a decent player. Saka is one goal slash assist off, Greenwood, off Greenwood's best season. Safe to say we beat Greenwood allegations. Right. Well said, we can have the squad, but without depth, we struggle. Look at Liverpool compared to City. Exactly. And we're never gonna have we're never gonna have their depth. But for me, I, I love the optimism, optimism. But you know, you've got to walk, but you know, you've got to learn to crawl before you can do your 100 meter race. And it just feels like so I love the optimism, optimism with some of you lot's comments, but some of you lot's chest is very high, you know. 
These teams have been doing it for years. We've done it for a couple of months, a couple of weeks, if you want to say, since we restarted. I'm not trying to water down our thing. I'm just, this is the way it's going. Until these things become a minimum, and this is what I'm liking. I'm liking the building blocks. We're starting to have, previously as Arsenal fans, we can't really say we had expectations on Arsenal positively. Now I'm getting a bit of um, expectations on Arteta and the boys because I've got confidence in them, but it's down to them to keep building. And that's one thing that I've liked with the direction because when we lose, you can see direct, like it, it, it kind of helps when you lose because you can still see direction, you know, re really and truly with what we're trying to do. And it's, it's, it's nice for me to see, especially at the Emirates, you know, we're losing and the fans are clapping off the players because they're showing us what we've wanted to see. That's all fans of what fans in at base level just want something to believe in. And for years, there hasn't been something to believe in. And now there is something small, small to believe in really and truly. But it has to keep going. It has to keep going. We have to keep improving players. Because again, as you've seen, if we don't keep improving, players start stagnating. And when you stagnate, you either get worse, you know, let's keep going, man. Bro, man, I'm talking about titles, Charles. Bro, let's show we can be in the top four. Show that he can do that. And then one day you can start chatting about that, man. Any more news on Aubameyang? Is he actually going Newcastle? Doesn't seem like that. DGR Teta stocks are low. You buying the dip? I've already bought the dip, mate. We're still here. You know, I'll never be... I'm, I'm not an Arteta apologist. I'm not an Arteta sympathizer. And I'll never be one of them bloodthirsty dons that are onto Arteta. Everybody loves him now. Everybody hated him before. It's an Arsenal thing. At the start of the season and beyond that, you know, Arteta has done a lot of good, but there's also been a lot of question marks. Rightly so, now he deserves all the praise. The problem is, as we know, there's a lot of vested interests and agendas according to where Arsenal are doing, you know. Most Arsenal fans don't really give a fuck if they're right or wrong about the manager or the player, just as long as the team's excelling. excelling. There are certain people that are probably even not, not necessarily happy that Arsenal are doing all right. They're happy because uh, Mikel is doing all right, not because it's him, but it solves their agendas. It, it, it fuels their agendas. And there's some people that want Arsenal to fail purely because it helps their agendas. Man, we live in a foolish era, man. Usain Vlahovic all the way, bro. Come on. fact that we're come, we've come out of the City game saying we should have won that game says a lot. Ah. Yeah, I mean, it says a lot in the, in the sense of we was more competitive, we was more combative, we was definitely better than we was, but without, you know, we've got to just, without moving from the euphoria because we're accustomed to getting smacked up because, again, the minimums, while I'm excited about what the squad is doing, we've got to remember what we're seeing is the minimums towards being a good team, you know? We've got to stop. We've got to start looking at it. In, obviously, if you look at it in comparison to what Arsenal have been, then that's your, that's why we're excited. But if you look at it just the minimums, then it's the standards really and truly. You've got to apply yourself. You've got to fight. Respectfully, you know, City battered teams nine times out of ten. But I've seen Wolves give City a good game. A couple of times, they see Leeds have given them a good game and sometimes won and also lost. Many teams, not many, but... Teams could say they played the same way Arsenal did against City and ultimately we didn't walk away with nothing. Like, I'm not trying... I, I agree with you, but football's harsh. Reality is we didn't get three points from it. Reality is our record against them is still terrible and our record against the top six is still terrible, you know? I think we was better at Anfield than we ever was, you know, in a minute. Still lost. I think against Old Trafford, we were very unlucky not to walk away with something, but game management, holding on to, you know... Was it was a problem? City again. The ref was against us. Ten men. All of these factors. Um, 
But you could say we played them when their fitness levels weren't at the best. And again, you look at them, the two Manchester clubs we played at home and away, we've had three, we've, we've taken the lead. Anytime you, you don't take, you don't walk away with three points after taking the lead, you're in trouble. And we've done that three times this season when you include Everton. Now, as you lot remember, the, 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 the what would you call it? Like the margins are getting finer and finer in the top four. You know, while we're doing all right, it's these sort of performances, you need to walk away with something. When in the, in the, in the, in the Manchester United case, if you can't win, don't lose. Again, I know the penalty was the penalty, but we was drawing the game at a point. Against City, again, we was very hard done by and we conceded at the injury time. But again, if I'm looking at it, watch the game again. If you look at it with no emotions, they, you know, anytime you let Kevin De Bruyne know whether it's the first 30 seconds or the last 30 seconds, have time and space to look up and cross the ball, there's an issue, you know. Holding's caught ball watching. Ben White loses his individual battle against Laporte. And that's the difference. You saw Laporte and Rodri. When you think of City goals, it's not them, but they were involved. So I agree with you a lot and stuff, but this is we need to be able to differentiate and apply balance. We're, in, we're, we're having some good building blocks. We're doing all right, but we've not achieved nothing yet. We've not turned up yet. You don't get any awards for being here in January and December. When you're in May, that's when I see real building blocks and whatnot, you know. I've always said Rome wasn't built in a day, but I need to see some scaffolding. Arteta and et cetera, I'm seeing scaffolding. I'm seeing plumbers and tradesmen come onto the site. I'm seeing materials built, you know. I'm see it looks like we're going to be on schedule, but we've got a long way to go. We've got a long way to go. Because And on top of that, I don't want to do the Leicester thing. Well, definitely when you talk about the Leicester winning the Premier League season, I don't want to do the Leicester thing in that. For the last couple of years, they ran the Champions League race to the wire and bottled it. I don't want to do that. So this is what these boys just need to keep going. You know, we're not going to stay in that fourth position from now to the end of May. I hope to be wrong. It's going to fluctuate. We're going to drop more points. Other people are going to drop more points. You know, we need to keep doing what we're doing. That's good. Focus on the bad. The devil's in the details. And the problem is when we win, people that wanna, don't want don't to speak about things. You know, the devil's in the details. Whether we win, lose or draw, there's themes. But people don't want to see these things. A long way to continue, but boy, we got a long way to go in this football team. A long way. And what I like is that, you know, we've got players that want to play. Like, obviously, for whatever reason, Ramsdale, I'm sure these men want to play for Arsenal, but he's got a platform. These players don't behave like prima donnas. They want to improve. They've got a growth mentality. You know, we just need to coach out the bad habits that they've picked up in their early ages in football or at other clubs or at these clubs and keep promoting good habits. Because you can see fundamentally, the biggest improvement for me is mentally. You can't improve tactically and all of these things if you don't improve mentally. I'm seeing players want to learn. Players want to be consistent. I'm not going to say players have never had pride, but players are fucking prideful now. Like, you can see clean people want to keep clean sheets. Of course, we've still got stupid habits. We've given away some stupid penalties. We've done some stupid things in some of the goals we've conceded. You know, we've, we've still got a long way to go. We're improving defensively, but we're still naive. You know, when you add up, you know, Xhaka switching, Xhaka switching off, Gabriel getting sent off, Ben White, the penalty against Norwich or Leeds, one of them, and Leeds, I think, and Ben White's had that coming. Odegaard going to ground. I'm not trying to, you know, you've had Tavares, Lokonga, Partey give away stray passes, and there's been other people. I'm not trying to catch anyone now. I'm just saying these are the old habits collectively throughout the whole 25-man squad that we need to eradicate because fundamentally they cost you points, you know. You look at City, before you talk about how great they are, fundamentally they're one of the best teams off the ball. That's why we need to keep improving off the ball, you know. And obviously, and obviously they've got, they're have got a team that's got the best good habits. 
you the play you look at City, Pep rarely has to speak apart from probably in the change room because the players fix them, fix things themselves. The best footballers are the most smartest. Look how Rodri got away with a lot. We need people to be on that Rodri thing, you know, killing the tempo, frustrating the fans, all of these sort of things, getting away with yellow cards. Football isn't pretty. Yeah, I listen, I love the highlights, all the you know, when we play beautiful football, but football isn't pretty. And there's 38 games. And look how much of the season and how many stories and, and talking points and this guy's not good and that guy's not good. Look how people have even changed their opinion on Odegaard and the season's not done. You know, a day is a long time in football. So imagine a couple of months from now till May. It's whatever narrative these boys want to want to paint, they'll go on and do it. Unpopular opinion, as poor as Arsenal have been in the last few years. We have not missed out on top four when just because teams are better than us. We've bottled it. We bottled it last year. We bottled it the year we, we got the Europa League final and finished a point. And even the point is is, is it's a false position because we, we drew stupid games and whatnot, you know. One thing I've liked this season is obviously we're beating the teams you should be beating, you know. We're, we're, we're doing our thing, man, but it's, it is a long way to go, isn't it? There's a, long, there's a long way to go. I love it. I'm definitely more optimistic and all these things and definitely from where we was at the start. But yeah, man, this is the perfect season for us to get top four. The other teams are struggling or in transition. We can't wait for another season to get top four. Do you know what? For me, the quicker you get top four, the quicker it helps the finances, the quicker it, you know, it allows you to probably bring in some more calibre of players and, and all of these sort of things, man. When a roadman's line goes dead and try speaking for more on YouTube for peas. I mean, I wouldn't say I do this for peas. I have a love for football. And yeah, it's going quite good, man. Thanks to you lot, you know, touching gonna be on 50k subscribers, you know, you know, YouTube don't pay a lot, but we've it's a, it's enough to support me along with Twitch. So we've done all right, not too bad, man. I wouldn't say I'm a roadman, but I'll definitely be one for your mother, you know. She know I know she likes that lingo, <laughs> you know. Calm it down, James, man. You're a good you, James, man. You're a good you. Yep. You know what? You man like you are fed. But anyways, away from them little Nikes there, man. They don't really... Them roadmen. Look at these guys, man. Yo, Driller and all of them guys, man. These dodgy utes, man. Dodgy utes. You probably asked me for a picture, man. Don't make them silly racist jokes, you mug. Anyways, exactly, DG. This sudden talk of a top four finish or potential title challenges... Just after a few baseline performances, including versus City, irks me. Expectations should be set on consistency, not flashes. But that's his fans. Fans can't control emotions. And I would say big up Arteta even more because they were wanting to sack, man. And now they're saying title challenge and whatnot. And this is the thing. May is what's going to tell me everything because the season is filtered with good or bad moments. You look at City last year, first half of the year, people were saying they're done. How did that work out? How did that work out? But James, you're a good youth, man. You're a good youth, man. You're a good youth, man. James, you're a good youth, man. Probably got one shit quiff. Yo, do you so loud? Anyways, man, let's not give Nicky brothers any more exposure, man. You know, he's just wasting his mother's internet getting this. Like I always tell you, look, it's a Saturday. Mummy's probably going to do her hair and whatnot. You've got a free house. Use your internet for something productive. I know you know about, about Perea Ray and, and Pinky and all them sort of things there. I know you don't get galley with them sort of neaky ones. Anyways, I don't think Enketia is good enough to bring us titles. Who said he was? <laughs> I hope we can get a striker that's world-class and the rest of the team is good enough, which we which will mean we will thrive, I reckon. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully, bro. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. 
I don't think it's based on our performances alone, but poor performances of teams around us. I hear that, but at the same time, that was almost like, that's that's what I'm going with top four. We can't account for other people. You had to try really hard to not get Europe last year. Everybody was shanking it. Like, just like the season before that, man. I took my 2021 Arsenal calendar down. There's only four players, four first-team starters on there on it now. Shows how fast football moves. Facts, man. And yeah, man, I'll, you know, it's firmly Mikel Arteta's squad now, really and truly. It's never chose violence. People chose violence for me. I'm just, bro, I'm just here talking football. But I, do you know what it is? I can ignore it 10 times, but it's just like, I know you're unique. I know you're some Tory twat. Like, I know you're unique. Like, I know you're unique. I know you're one of them. If I walk past you in a hoodie, you know, you're going to accuse me of robbing a phone or something. Not that you can do anything with phones. Not that I'm ever on any of that. You know you're a good you. I know the internet's a different playground, but don't don't embarrass yourself, man. Don't, em don't embarrass yourself, man. Don't embarrass yourself. Go and, you know, go and get a job and make sure you pay your bills, man. You don't want your mom to have to sell her news as NFTs and them things. Yeah, so let's chill out, man. Yeah, let's move on, though. Vahovic seems very unrealistic. How are we going to sign him in the midfielder in the January window unless we have 100 million ready? Hopefully we can, you know, do some dodgy finances or have a cash injection. DG, do you think Arteta could manage a larger squad like City or Liverpool or Liverpool's with Klopp? And would that change the type of player you think he should sign? I think, it, I, I don't know for Liverpool, but I think City, City, that's what he wants, isn't it? He wants multiple players and whatnot. And... I'm not too sure of the calibre of player he's gonna he would sign in that regards. Obviously, if he was at Liverpool, he'd have to sign different players to what he wants at Arsenal and 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 City to a degree because of the metrics, assuming he wants to keep it, you know, what Klopp's brought into it. Whatever the squad, whatever striker Teta gets in January or summer from then, you can say it's his squad. No, disagree. Again, whether he's brought in the players or not, that's his squad. He chose to reintegrate Xhaka for rightly or wrongly. He chose to reintegrate Xhaka. He, you know, every existing player is there because he wants them there. Now, you know, it's. I, I'm sorry, I don't agree with that. I'm sorry, Xhaka's there because he wants him. He gave Aubameyang a new deal. Eddie's still involved because he wants him. You know, I'm sorry, though. That's our Teta squad. As crazy as it sounds, we were six points off top four last year. Exactly. So this tells you everybody keeps shanking things. And this is why it's important more so than ever to have balance when speaking about things in general, because there's a lot of narratives that are painted. You know, again, if we hopefully our waveform can keep continuing to get to improve and whatnot, but we've still got some big games, you know, in an ideal world, we need to take three points or basically it's a six point or what take six points in total, assuming that happened off Spurs. Wait, you know, you know, United, they might go for a run of form. You've still we've still got to catch West Ham, United, Spurs on paper on the rebound, you know, still got to buck Liverpool again. That's what potentially three, six, nine, 12 points without speaking about the other teams to, to go on buck as well. So there's a lot of twists and turns and all of these sort of things. Charles, <laughs> his mum's boat is probably like that, bro. Probably some dead tigs. Hey, let me stop, man. Let me stop. 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 <laughs> Anyways, man. General Arsenal slash Arteta thoughts.
Uji signed to be backup keeper. Not a clue. You know what? I did think we would bring in a backup keeper in January purely because I thought Leno might keep it moving. But it looks like Leno's probably been told, listen, you're staying until the end of the end of the season. If you want to keep it moving past that, you can do your thing. I thought Leno would have really pushed the ball out to, to leave car. Like on a Maitland Niles thing, like a, not on a disrespectful thing, but yeah, man, I need to go and I need to go and play football and 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 develop and do these things and with a winter World Cup to come, and it seems like Germany have a little bit, you know, a couple of keepers are starting to play well in Germany. So he might need to do something certain, really. Um, keeping it on task with transfer news as well, people. In fact, let's make another thing here. Pablo Marie's been linked with a move to Italy, folks. Which, again, for me, that would be... The, if we could move on the Cedrics and Marie's and these sort of guys, that would be great for me. Uh, Sampdoria interested in Arsenal defender. Do they have the money? Do they have the finances? And what capacity? Do they want him on loan or whatnot? Because it seems like a lot of clubs are trying to do this loan with an option thing. But Sampdoria interested in signing Arsenal defender Pablo Marie. Whoever this is, they have provided some details about Sampdoria's transfer approaches for January, while the club has now opened talks to bring... Vincenzo Griffo to Italy. Their sporting director is also interested in Arsenal's Pablo Marie. The club is working to initially agree personal terms with Marie, who is finding little playing time at Arsenal. But the club, the player, sorry, has an offer in hand from a Brazilian club, Flamingo. And while he likes that option, Sam Doria are working to change his mind. Currently, the 22-year-old has only 28-year-old, sorry, has only made two Premier League appearances for Arsenal this season, but he hasn't even made it to the club squad since the loss to Chelsea early in the campaign. And it's true, I, you're, I'm sure you're a good guy, Marie, but I can't rely on you. You're not good enough, man. You're not. You're not my sort of defender. Marie, ben White, pretty boy, dies for the shirt. Gabriel, madman, dies for the shirt. I'm not saying Gab. I'm not questioning Marie's integrity. I just, from I saw that, from I saw that goal that he can, on top of not being good enough, from I saw what I saw with Lukaku, it's not good enough. You know, Lukaku's tried to barge you, you're holding your face. Lukaku wanted to score, and he, you can't really say he's been doing that right now. Lukaku wanted to score more than you wanted to keep a clean sheet. I don't need defenders who are not dying to defend. I don't need it. And Marie show me he's out of his depth. I feel you make your players, un you make your teammates uncomfortable because your lack of pace. I do think, I just don't think you're good enough, really. You know, I just, I, I think you, you know, I think he would be bottom of the centre half pile if it was me. And I, I do think you need to keep it moving. I don't really care if he's good for the young players and all that tosh. Need to keep it moving, man. You just, you just, he's not a bad player, just not a good one, really. So, do your thing, Pablo Marie, man. But need to move on, man. He's unforgivable stuff, man. You can't rely on guys like that. These are the sort of these are the sort of decisions that get people fired. Ramsdale can play every comp going forward this season. Leno can bounce. Key stage for the club will be when Pep and Klopp leave in a couple of years. We need to keep sustaining pressure and invest in better players so we're ready to mount a title challenge. I'm not sure what Liverpool are on when, when Klopp leaves, but it's City, it looks like it's just going to keep running. Obviously, the manager will live and will define what's going on, but I mean, you've got the City, you know, they've got the big Brad Scouts thing, they've got the finances, they've got the City Group monopoly, you know. They haven't, you know, I don't think Pep is going to leave with, without a decent base level of playing squad. So I think the City monopoly is going to continue, really. But you're right, though, man. Nothing, things change. Looks like a Okonkwo will be our number two for time. Not convinced. Can't lie to you. Not convinced. Not convinced. I like Isaac for the future, but I'd prefer if Aubameyang can find his way again with us. So I'd go with Lahovic. I mean, we'd all like Aubameyang to find his way back in form, but... Well, I don't know, man. 
if Vlahovic has been clear that he don't want to join, Arteta wouldn't keep chasing him. Vlahovic just wants to keep his options open, I think. I agree with you. I think he's not against joining us. I just don't think, you know, you're going crazy and, and whatnot. I'd love Vieira as manager for Arsenal. So would I. You should go on AFTV. Tell Robbie Shoutman. Marie, calm and composed. Saying, oh, calm and composed when you're playing shit sides that are not going to ask you any questions. You know, anytime you're, you're asked any questions, tired, man. Sorry, you're just tired, man. Just not quite there, man. Just Yeah, son's injured as well. Peak for them. And I see, I see, I see Conte say today, Spurs have to question my ambition. By God's grace, Conte keeps it moving next season. Please. Please, I need that in my life, man. I need I need that in my life to say you, man, had Conte and Jose and you won a grand total of trophies. Myth. Big, big myth. There's more, there's more stuff going on, people. And I can't lie, this guy's this guy's a baller, you know. If we actually, yeah, this is the sort of links that I want to see. This is the links I want to see, people. Arsenal remain keen on little Jorginho after initial contact. Arsenal are keen on signing Empoli star Samuel Ricky, who has been likened to Jorginho. He started 15 of Empoli's 18 games in central midfield this term. Very cultured footballer, you know, very cultured. Good passing range, very cultured footballer. He's someone that we, you know, if you can do it, no clue at 20 years of age. If he's able to adapt, and obviously you'd be joining a, a team midway through, but he, for obvious reasons, he ties into what we want to do with the young guys. He can dictate play. He has got a good passing range. He does like to, you know, hold on to the ball and win fouls and things like that. He is quite progressive. I, I You know, I don't know for the Jorginho thing, you know, but I like him a lot. I do like him. I think this is, he's got the DG stamp of approval, if that makes sense, people. Um, he would need to improve physically as well, but the vision and the reading of the game is elite. Very early. Um, he's been linked with Leicester and whatnot. I don't know where these links have come from, where these rumours have come from. But yeah, man, Ricky's a baller still. You know, that's someone I would be all up for signing people. You know, he's a baller still. He's a baller still. I don't know if he's of that level right now, but... Yeah, but the thing is, with them sort of players there, they're never really keen on leaving Serie A, are they? City won't stop. Boy. We owe Aubameyang a lot from our FA Cup and carrying us for two seasons. Unpopular opinion, we don't know, but Aubameyang don't owe us nothing. We don't owe him nothing. He could have kept it moving. Do I feel Aubameyang's been hard done by by the fans? Do I feel the fans have forgotten his contribution? Do I feel, yeah, hold him accountable for whatever he's messing about with, but have they done him dirty? Of course, but he don't owe him nothing. You know, he chose to stay. I feel sorry, you know, that the fans have done him like this because he said he wanted to be a legend in that, but he could have kept it moving. He had everyone's blessing, you know? So we don't owe you nothing. You're not doing the job. When you when it, there was a time where it looked like we needed you more than you needed us and you could have leveraged that. You did leverage it and got a big contract. Now it looks like, um, in theory, you know, it's flipped. You need us more than we need you because your form's not there. Like, you know, nobody owes no one nothing. This is football, man. Nobody cares if your form's not there. No one cares. There's no unpopular opinion. There's no such thing as loyalty in football. There's no such thing. Because, yeah, you might even if a man stays, even if Smith Rowe stays from now to the end of his career, there'll come a point where he might want to play more. He might have regrets over his career. He might think he deserves a new deal. And all he's going to get is a clap from the Arsenal fans, maybe a testimony, and that's it. And at that point, we wouldn't owe him nothing. Saka the same. No one owes no one nothing in football. I wouldn't mind bringing in Basuma, but, you know, he's off. He's at AFCON at this moment in time, man. 
Don't owe no one nothing, bro. He has a Lambo, he'll be fine. Abamian brought a lot of joy during the tough times, though. He did. And, uh, bro, what? I've been Abamian's different blow. Big up Abamian for that. He was a talisman. Fans did him dirty. He did everything. But, psh, end of the day, bro, this ain't Disney Channel, bro. I hear all of that. You're right for all of that. Big up you for all of that. Take nothing away from Abamian for that. But fundamentally, you're not doing that right now. You know, you're not doing that right now. You know? If Ronaldo wasn't doing the Ronaldo bits that way, he's not doing that at United, but you get the point. If Ronaldo lost his source, no one cares. It don't matter if you're Ronaldo no more. Can you still score goals? Which he's been doing that. You've got to keep doing it. You know? No one don't care. You see how it is, bro? Even Arsenal fans, they turned... A couple of them, you know, they were saying... They, they, they're breading Smith Rowe right now. They called him Emil uh, Kills Flow. They called Lacazette Lack of Threat. And then sucking him off the second part half of the season. Pardon, pardon, pardon my French, you know? Pardon, pardon my French, you know. Odegaard, people turn on him. Now they're loving him. They'll turn him again. Mikel Arteta, you know, looked out of your depth. People unfairly got on to you. Now everybody loves you. If, if you're not doing the business, you have to go. You know, even Jurgen Klopp. Obviously, if Jurgen Klopp had a stink of a season and finished eighth, if I was a Liverpool fan, they should still ride for him and protect him. He's still a man that's delivered champs in the Prem. But if man was saying keep it moving and you can't do much more, it is what it is sort of thing. You know, with our, with Aubameyang, we just haven't. Uh, the problem with Arsenal is he's do, he done the business up for us, and we never we never had a getaway plan. We didn't know how to consider the eventuality that Aubameyang may stop scoring goals, and we don't we haven't historically liked to replace players before it becomes evident. Like I always say, fix the roof when the sun's shining. You know, don't wait till it's pissing down with rain and hailstorms to go. Oh, there's a massive leak in the roof. This is the issue, and this is what we need to learn, man. And this is the this is why I don't really rate football fans because they've got short memories, you know. Fans, football is very emotional, you know. And again, it's about what you're doing, but it's just fans rewrite history. You could, you know, you could be playing great for ten games, you play rubbish on the on the on the eleventh. No one cares about the other ten. There's no loyalty in football. This is why footballers should do everything they can to just make sure that when your career is done, you've done what you could in it, and you have no regrets. That's why I've never agreed with living for fans and all of that stuff because even the most loyal of fans, well, when you're 35, the fans will rock for you, but the show must go on sort of thing. Crazy one. So, yeah, it is what it is there. Can't lie, Aubameyang's lack of productivity under Mikel Arteta makes it easier to let him go. Still love him, but needs players that can contribute in his system. Facts, and for me, I would have loved Aubameyang to keep scoring, but I'm seeing young players stand up to be counted. It's not going to last forever, but young players standing up to be counted. We're looking for a striker. Fundamentally, when I look at Aubameyang, Ainsley, these sort of guys, bro, we're getting results. Like, all, all these people's problems and stuff it comes second as i said in august and i meant it the gloves are off i don't really care who's unhappy whatever i just needed Mikel Arteta, find a system find a way of playing find the players you can count on and have a fight for top four and get europe or there's question marks for everyone and, I, and i'm seeing that you're you're 100 right you know 
The, I, I, I've said it before, the Aubameyang situation would have been a very different one if our team wasn't performing and Aubameyang was the only one who was. Or if our team was doing our thing, but let's just say for argument's sake, Lacazette weren't involved and it was Aubameyang. And let's just say, damn right, Aubameyang was scoring goals. Of course, as fickle as it is, that's made Arteta, you know, Arteta probably put up with a lot of bullshit in hindsight for of, of, of Aubameyang's because he was scoring goals. No one cares when you're playing well, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. You need to be a vital part of a league-winning title campaign to be considered a legend, in my opinion. So, does that mean Stephen Gerrard is not a legend for Liverpool, then? I, I, I hear you, but I do think, you know, it's, a, it's, it's when it comes to, I think, titles and stuff is a bit of a vanity project. And don't get it twisted. For me, life is all about winning, but life isn't just a... I do think it's, you know, when people just equate success to trophies and things and, and whatnot. I don't... I think people belittle a lot of a, a, accomplishments, you know, even with Jurgen Klopp, Arsene Wenger, Salix Ferguson batted up United. Oh, you, you underperformed in Europe. You know, Klopp has brought a Champions League in the first Liverpool title in six years. Oh, I mean, in 30 years. Oh, what have you done? You ain't really won that much since you've been here. You know, Wenger. And all of these lot could have done better. Oh, you could have done this. It's always it's always what you could do and, and all of these things. And we never sit and, and, and deep accomplishments. But I do think trophies do serve the ego because fundamentally football is, is about emotion. It's for the purest, you know. When you're playing in the cage, you're playing with your brethren or whether you're from Africa, from South America, from England, from Europe or whatever. You're not saying, you know, you're not talking about them things. Of course, you've got dreams of Champions Leagues and whatnot, but football is about the purity. So if we're going to just equate being legends to trophies, it's a very difficult ground to go to. like, And it's subjective. Can't be an Arsenal legend without a league title, boy. Then there's hella man that are not legends, boy. On Vlahovic's IG, a lot of comments are to join Arsenal. Oh, yes, the kids are doing what they're doing. I mean, you know, Gabriel did say that made it, that made, you know, when he saw the fans moving mad, that made it kind of, kind of played a part. Not a Liverpool fan, so I can't speak on that. Come on, Raz, be sensible. Yeah, come on now, I got you there, man. Come on, Gerard's a, Gerard's a Liverpool legend. Come on now. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. And that's what kills me about seeing a Bamian leave, man. Just shy of 100, bro. You know, in, a, in, in the Emirates era, let's be real. You know, we haven't signed too many good players. Ironically, you know, the jury's still out, but you could probably confidently say Tomiyasu, Ramsdale, um, Gabriel, Tierney. These are probably up there of some of the best signings in the Emirates era. I think Aubameyang is also there, along with Alexis and Santi for the Ozu as well. Um, so, yeah, man, you know, to see someone who's up there for one of the best signings of the Emirates era and in a, in a, in a time where we've we've spent poorly, um, spent very poorly in, just since we've moved to the stadium. He's one of our successes and, and he joined in January and he's been here a couple of years. To see him leave just shy of, of 100 goals, sad, man. It's sad. Bro, Raz being political for no reason, bro. You know Gerard's in the chin <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, it's mad when you think Walcott and Giroud hit that milestone, bro. I rate Giroud for it. Walcott, you took long enough. 
Oh, Gerard's a legend. Without the Champions League, without any trophies, Gerard is a legend. Like, stood up to be counted a talisman that is. Respectfully, some of you ain't won shit in Sunday League. So where's all of this equating trophies to being successes and shit, man? Obviously, you know, decoration and things like that part is what it is. Do you think we'll win a Premier League title in the next five years? I don't know. If they if the club wants to, they'll make that push. I see City running away with it even more right now. You know, I don't know. It does it, the only team that looks like they're set up for the future properly, properly is City, in my opinion. With us, we've got a young squad. I don't know what they're gonna do. Liverpool, it looks like they're gonna need some surgery soon. Chelsea or Chelsea, they'll always be in talks or fighting for leagues. United, they'll keep spending money. I don't know if they'll find it, but yeah, man, I, I, I can't confident, confidently tell you we're going to win anything in five years. I need to know in the next five years, are we going to qualify for the Champions League in the next five years consistently? I would have loved to have seen Santi Cazola in this, in this current Arsenal team. That's the missing puzzle. That's the number eight that I want. Your opinions on Barella? Absolute baller, man. Absolute baller. I'll never forget Aubameyang and what he's done for us in our darkest time during the Emirates era. Golden Boot season was wavy. Spelt your name wrong on the trophy. Have a word with them about that. Have a word. Have a word. If you play for the team, they should know your name. Have a word about that, mate. Have a word. Have a word immediately, please. That's not, What's all that about? I mean, it seems like there's more. What's all of this, man? Apparently, we're speaking to Osman Dembele's agents, people. Do you lot remember? Do you, do you lot buy this? It's in the case. Journalist says Arsenal are in talks with 97, 97 million Liverpool targets agents. Let me scroll all the way down, people. It's the case that Arsenal are currently speaking to Dembele's agents. The Barcelona striker slash winger is available under the freedom of contract in the summer. He has rejected Barcelona's new deal and Mikel Arteta is someone who rates the winger very highly. While Dembele's, camp at Nour, while Dembele's time at the Camp Nou hasn't been the happiest. To be honest, he'd be great, wouldn't he? But there's a lot of baggage, you know, if you're question marking i'm not saying he isn't professional but there's a lot of baggage that came, comes with abami and there's a lot of suspected baggage that comes with dembele I, you know surely i don't want to judge someone but surely it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense just based on what we hear in the papers people i don't know though but i don't know What would his wages be? Something mad. Appreciate the Kenyan. Something mad. Probably something mad. I'll bring him just because he's a bowler, but there's a lot of bet you're gonna have to give him mad wages, mad whatever. You know, it's a lot of baggage. You know, I'm taking Dembele if he come if if if, if he's wanted to, if he really wants to come because he's he's a bowler, but you know, can we just bring in Kulisevsky? Swear they were saying 30, 40 million euros. The mad thing is Santi still could have played for three seasons, probably. I don't buy the Dembele rumours either, man. Don't know if Dembele fits the system right now. Come on. That right wing, you're not getting there ahead of Saka for me, but yeah, man. 
it's not it's not happening, man. It just feels like people are using Arsenal's interest or, or using Arsenal's name, sorry, or alleged interest to just pattern what they're patterning. It wouldn't surprise me if we've had some sort of talks. If that's what Arteta wants, why not, man? But yeah, I, can't, I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Don't buy it. You're gonna have to give him fat wages, fat signing on fee, beer things. Respectfully, I'm not saying he's like that, but you've been at Barcelona, in it. Are you gonna give? You know what? You've been at Barca, and you've kind of taken a piss allegedly. So what are you gonna do at Arsenal, where it's not Barca? I know Barca's not Barca. They used to be, but you get it. Arteta is. That's the one thing I've liked from the moment he's coming. He's tried to change the. The, the 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 sentiment around the club and how we act and things and you know we we've given him a lot of stick because we didn't really initially see this non-negotiable business but you can kind of see some non-negotiable stuff taking place. Also, can have Pepe. We'll both just be giving everyone headaches. Smash the like button if you haven't. Vahovic is demanding three hundred k a week apparently. But hey, well he. That's what his agent should be doing. They leverage their interest. They know that he's got other options. Arsenal should have other options, but do they? I don't know. Boy, you see what else is going on in the in, in the Arsenal case. And it's the wickedest thing. It's still the first week of January, people. And we've been linked with so many people, like so many guys. At least we can rule out Coutinho, though. Obviously, after he's completed his thingy, his move. Option to buy to Aston Villa, if you don't know. Six more likes until we hit 200 people. Any updates on Isaac? We covered that at the start, man. Dembele hasn't produced for ages, but I can give you the timestamps we've got so far. And obviously, as I said, people, don't forget to set your reminders for tomorrow's watch-along forest settings, people. Appreciate everyone who's done that already. M, Ramon, RS3, I see you lot in the comments already. I don't know where we've got money, man, but I just hope we've been remixing it properly, innit? Just bring me a centre mid. I don't care if he costs a pound or a hundred million, just as long as he's as he's as he's as he's decent. I mean, Josh Conker, come and invest in this thing, man. Apparently, we wanted. Oh, look at this tweet. Look at this tweet from his partisan days. And this is, remember I was saying what we should be trying to find these youths when they're at partisan. Arsenal are reportedly ready to move for partisan Belgrade forward Dusan Vahovic in 2016. Boy, you lot better be showing his agents. Look, you can go to them, Klaus, but we've wanted you. We know all about you. We know where your birthmark is. We know when you lost your V. You know, we know your first girlfriend. We know when you first learned to ride a bike. We Listen, this is the club for you. You can be a leader here. I'm not going to, let's be real, even though it's, I know people don't want to hear it, Arsenal, our best route is probably to kind of, we're not Dortmund and things, but we do need to kind of sell that aspect to these foreign players in that, all right, cool, you do the business here, bro. Them Madrid's, them Juventus's, them teams there, they'll come for you again. You can go and we can keep it moving. Obviously, we want to get to that level, but you have to be humble and admit where we're at. You know, if there's a handful of teams... If they come calling for your players, I don't begrudge my players for going. And I think we need to leverage that, really and truly. You know, probably leverage that to other oh, God. Listen, you're at Madrid. You put your, you do your thing here. Madrid and these teams might come back for you again. I don't know. But to, to see that we wanted them since 2016 is crazy. 
I mean, so it's a shame. Maybe, maybe that's why Eddie got rid of the scouts. He, he he stole their scouting reports and then got rid of them and and whatnot. You know, again, it'd be nice if if he didn't, because maybe we could ask the bloody scout who had the report of what he was saying, or you know, maybe chat to Venga to do a thing there. I don't know. Man said he forgot Dembele was a footballer. Yes, Vlahovic is fantastic, but as a rival, I've seen this all before. Scoring and strikers aren't Arsenal's problems. That defence for years hasn't been solid. Our defence hasn't been solid for years, and that's why you've probably seen Arteta make significant improvements. Even since the way he's coming, we've improved. But I'm sorry, you as a rival fan, if you've been watching Arsenal in the last 18 months and you cannot see that we're struggling to score goals historically, you know, then I don't know what you've been watching. I think that's an outdated opinion, respectfully. Big up yourself, M7. I hope football with the little ones was good, man. Selling a Bamian, but to who? Like, to who, though? You know, it's all fun and game saying sell, sell this player, sell that player, but to who? If a Bamian, if there's question marks of your attitude, if your form's on the floor, if you're on big boy wages, fundamentally, you might want to take that chance, but the form, what tips, it's not going to be worth it for any team, whether that's for a six month loan spell, whether that's buying him full out, whatever. Enjoying the live already. Appreciate you, my guy. I've got a pattern up DG with a recruitment job at the carpet. One day, man. I love how our rival fans suddenly become accountants when they hear Arsenal willing to spend money. What's that there, United fans? Getting rid of man. Coutinho's gone. It was there. It was done, man. It was done yesterday. DG is the type of man to pull up at a family function in order to get the deal done. Yeah, fancy seeing you here. <laughs> you know, of course. Bro, that's how Wenger get things done, bro. Come on, man. This is where... I know Arteta can speak multiple languages. I wonder if he could speak Serbian, bro. Speak to him his language. Gas him, man. You look at how Wenger gassed Bear players. Look how he gassed Ramsey, gassed Nasri. We need play... Bro, man need to be starstruck when they're chatting to Arteta in that, man. You know, if I was, if you was a, if you was a professional footballer, and I was a professional footballer, and Pep wants you, bro, if Pep's talking about, me, like, I'm gonna be like, what, Pep Guardiola, you want me to play for you, 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 me, and then he's telling you how he can improve you and and whatnot. You're not gonna get gassed. We need all of these things. And to be fair, when these players that we sign, when they say they speak to the gaffer, he click, Arteta strikes with someone who speaks with conviction. Because again, they're not gonna say the manager didn't gas them, but it seems like he he, he does do well, man. We've got Saliba coming back. On popular opinion, I'd be open to signing a centre-half if you could find... If you could get the Pablo Marie sort of thing right, because I feel, in theory, not so much him being left-footed, that's a bonus, but if you could find a 26-year-old, 26-plus-year-old, cut-price sort of guy, can be a squad player, can can give us a bit of experience, I wouldn't mind it, you know. But like you said, man, I'm, I'm keen for... If anything, let's slap Tommy Asu there, really. Like, I'm kind of happy with our options. And as I said, I want to see Ben White and Gabriel develop and develop and develop. And I want us to, you know, talk about how this is the best centre-half partnership we've seen in a while. I want Saliba to go and give Arteta a headache and make Arteta say, Do you know what, I might have to go to a back three. Or Ben White, you're playing right back. Tommy Asu's out now. Or Tommy Asu, something has to happen with you. Or it's Gabriel and Saliba or whatever. We need headaches. Not to mention it's a squad game and... You know, the more options we have, there's a fine line between depth and 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 being over and having too many players. But 
we need depth in it. We need it. And yeah, simple as that, really. Newcastle have the money, sell Bamian to them. You have to consider that they, if do they want, is he their priority? Do they want him? Just because you're rich, you know, you're not going to stay rich if you just get zanged, are you? They, you know, you have to assume they want him. You have to assume he wants to go there. You have to assume that their interest is anything other than paper talk. It's not fee for Broski. I mean, Def are not been good defensively for years. I mean, Aubameyang would fit in at PSG for the lifestyle. Right, big up. Hey, big up AAC Presser. Arteta got the gift of the gab, apparently. He should do. He speaks with conviction. That's how he got the job. He should do. And you need that. He does. You know, look how he got Balligan to sign a new deal. Yo, bro, you're going to play Sakating, Smith Rowe, Halen. You get me? First team name, number, you're training with us. Boom, boom, minute you sign the deal. Shut up, man. Pull off in the 23. You're not ready, rude boy. So loan tig. And I respect that. You know, I'm being a bit harsh, but I respect that. We need him to sign that deal so we can make peas in it. Nasty woman, oh, Mar and Margaret Factor. Oh, you're trying to get me in trouble. And irrespective of who we actually sign, is there anyone else just guessed that we're in for more moves in Jan after a big transfer window in the summer? The owners actually putting money forward, just want us to sign the right players, man. Just giving in, just signed in to give you a like, DJ. Appreciate it. Saw a short stream where you were stressed yesterday. Hope you're feeling better today, bro. Peace, big man. Appreciate that, my guy. I'm always blessed, man. And what you saw is a cut-up clip. You saw the DG thoughts. Nah, man. In that, I was, I was, I was vexed because I don't want to go over it, but you like, you know, they they tried to cancel me, Ransom Matisse over lies, you know, over lies. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. But maybe that's why certain journalists are not good at their roles, man. I don't know who's realistic, my guy. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I really don't have a clue. He talks the talk, but Arteta is not a good coach. Arsenal fans will soon see. I think, if anything, the question is, is he a good manager? I do think Arteta is a good coach. You know, I do think he's a good talker. The question is if he's a good manager, if anything. But as in terms of coaching, capping. They can't cancel the real. Come on. They can't cancel the clean-hearted, man. You know, that's why I can sleep good at night. I know I don't do mad things. It's just that, how can you be that evil, that? trying to stop the mandem's bag for no reason that like, especially in a you know when you say a lie enough times it comes the truth man that chat bro that again RIP anyone that's lost their lives to corona especially Jurgen Klopp's mother this lady tried to say that me Ransom Matisse mentioned his mother now come on now can't you see Sterling sign for in the summer? I don't know, my God. No, I'm not a transfer, man. Like, if, I, if Arteta's told you that, why not, man? What happened to AFC Bell? They've been quiet. I don't know. You'd have to ask them, my guy. But all them Arsenal Twitter dons need to have a reunion and, and bring it back, man. I need to see planes being tracked. I need to see cars being tracked. I need to see garden companies being tracked. You know, Arsenal fans are brazy with it. I need all of that sort of stuff, man. Everything. But I just need the players, man. You know, for me, ideally a centre mid and then everything else is a bonus, man. Really, really and truly. Everything else is a bonus. Beyond that, boy.
Even then, how long till Newcastle start causing trouble to the big six? How, how long did it take City? I have a laugh for you, DG. My son at six months be loving your intro. I play and be watching you. He's got mental. I big up, I big up Carl Jr., man. Appreciate you lot. Do you think Isaac will transfer? Again, it's difficult to say these things in January. Like, you put the money on the table, then things can happen. But it's difficult to sit here and say, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know. I wish I knew. I wish I was like Julian Laurence and all these guys. I don't know. I'm like you lot. I, I hope they sign. We could go beyond just speaking about these transfers and offering our own opinions. Who has an effing clue? Really? No one has a clue, man. I don't have a clue, man. I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have a, a, a foggy clue, man. Stand up if you hate Tottenham. I can't say no, Joey. So I had to, oi. and considering I had power league yesterday, five aside, if you don't know what I'm talking about, and my fire is on fire, that hurt. I got football tomorrow as well. Maybe it wasn't the smartest thing to go five aside, but it is what it is in that regards, man. No one knows. No one knows. This is why, you know, let's just. For me, let's just talk about the rumours and that's about it. And if anybody's holding the Arsenal shirt, then we'll speak about that, in it? Like, that's a different story. But there's rumour, plenty of rumours. Very few rumours have substance. Let's hope a couple of these rumours we, we we speak about in the future, we've spoken about um, um, and things like that, do come to something. Definitely where Centre-Mid and Vlahovic is concerned, people. But, yeah, I'm going to leave you lot purely because I want to have something to eat. I want to hit the gym and I want to go... Buy some football boots quickly. I assuming I can find I can find some because I mashed up mine yesterday. I lost my other ones, so I need to go and get some very quickly in it. But on that note, people, the good news is that obviously we go live tomorrow. Nottingham Forest against Arsenal. Watch your long business. In fact, before we cut cut out, before we cut out, before we cut out, cut the chat, cut the chat, cut the chat, cut the chat. Golden Gooner said to do something. Let's see. Let's have one last one last little. Little thing. All right, cool, 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 cool. Cut the chat, cut the chat. We're not leaving. I'm not leaving. Cut the chat. One, one last thing. One last thing. One last thing. One last thing. If it will let me, this is gonna have to Google Translate up the place because I wish I could speak Portuguese. I can't. Shout out to you, Golden Gunner, for for obviously making sure we didn't miss that one. But uh, we've been linked with someone else. Come out of my way, man. Arsenal offer. 160 million to Palmeiras for defensive midfielder Danilo. Now, I'm sure this is Brazilian dollars or something, which probably equates to something less mad. Because if you see 660 million, brazy, brazy. Yeah, I hate I hate Tottenham. I'll give you your 10 push ups in the gym. <laughs> I ain't doing that now, man. That's an idiot thing. But yeah, apparently we're linked with him. He's contracted until 2025. He's a midfielder, obviously 20 years of age. He fits the prospect. Never seen him play. But, you know, if Edu has tapped into his South American contacts, obviously working with the Brazilian FA, being a Brazilian national, fair play. These are the sort of things, really. Allegedly, he's received a proposal from Arsenal to join, um, to join us in England in January. I don't know if he is able to get a work permit and all these things, but you'd imagine these things would not be an issue. Um, he's someone I can do my own research on, but I don't know nothing about this Donny, nothing about him, 20 years of age. You know, he wears the number 28 shirt. How many appearances has he made in the game as well? Oh, shit, almost not that. Let's go, Danilo. See what this guy is. Born in 2001. Crazy. Contracted until 2025, so it's going to take a respectable sum to get rid of him. 
um, to, to, for Demlock to get rid of him. Apologies. How many appearances has he made? He's got 40 appearances in the top division in Brazil and in the equivalent, is this, this is the equivalent of the Champions League in South America. He's played 24 times. He's also represented them twice at a World Club Cup. So he's not the most experienced, but he does have a foundation to build upon, really. And that's a decent profile. He's played 83, 80, 83 times for, for, his, for his club, 40 times in the league. So there is something to build upon there, really. It's about 21 million. So yeah, you know, it's not the it's not the biggest of fees. You know, is that is that does that mean we're getting him instead of Bruno Guimarães then? Target 20-year-old Danilo. I don't have a clue, but you know, it ties into what we have. So if if Arteta's giving the rule until Arteta shows me a signing that flops, I know we had William Cedric and all these guys, but based on last summer, I'll I'll give you a blind gaffer. If this is who you want, show them that, that this is it, innit? Who's that like? I don't know who he is, but Brazilian bias. Psh, you're wavy, isn't it? Your name's Danilo. That sounds wavy. Just come to the club, innit? Come to the carpet. Centre mid. What I want to see. No clue what sort of centre mid you're at. Are you an eight? Are you a DM? Are you a six? Are you box to box? No clue, but come to the carpet, man. I hope you're good though. But come to the carpet, man. You know, so yeah, on 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 that note though, as I was saying, people, I think you know, big up to you for making sure we didn't miss that again. I'm live tomorrow, live from 10 past four. That's an hour before kickoff. Hope to see you lot all there. Again, anyone that's missed out any segments, the timestamps are going to go into the video right now. So, yeah, man, it is what it is. Check his football manager potential, 100%, man. Not, I'm not underestimating any Arsenal signings for a while. No, but that's true, G1. You lot were signing some unknown players. You lot signing... Who's he? Um, what's that guy, man? What's that guy, bruv? Like, Josh Denzel. Jaden Sancho, that's his name. That's it. I think he played for England one time as well. You lot were signing unknown players, so we're taking a leaf out of you lot. But I'm gassing now, man. On that note, though, people, on a serious note, I appreciate you lot's support. I appreciate you lot's engagement, you know, making sure we don't miss anything. It's a pleasure, man. Hopefully, at some point this, this year, we can sit back with 50k subscribers on YouTube and 10k on Twitch, man. So, yeah, man, please make sure you're patterning. We want a sticker. I'll give you lots some chocolate, man. It is what it is. But yeah, on that note, though, I'm going to leave you lot, man. It's time for me to go try buy some football boots, hit the gym, etc., etc. You lot stay blessed, stay safe, check out the rest of the content. And yeah, appreciate you lot for being here with me, man. But peace, man. If you hit the like button, big up yourselves. Hope you win the lottery. If you didn't hit the like button, then boy, unexpected high bills are due, man. But on that note, enjoy what's left of your weekends. Oh, almost clicked the countdown. No, 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 no. Like,